Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast, filled with tips, advice, tennis, not tennis, just life advice too, whatever you need. Uh, like it on YouTube, share it on uh, the podcast as well. Thank you. Are we recording for fun now, Santi? We had a, me and Santi on the Strand Tennis Center podcast had a lovely meeting together. We talked about initiatives, what he wants to do with his life, what um, we want to do with this media stuff we're doing, and uh, it was a very, very interesting conversation, right, Santi? Yes. <laughs> now he doesn't talk at all. Yeah. He was talking a ton. Yeah. He was talking about a lot of information about his life, what he wanted to do, yeah. this and that. Um, but you made me start on a topic here. I think we'll we'll do a little bit of a business uh, podcast here. Welcome to the podcast. It's Thursday. I think it's, what, the 13th of January. New year, new resolutions. Oh, I was going to... All right, this is the topic number one I was going to talk about. Then we're going to talk about your topic is... And I'm going to do this real close because I love this word, self-actualization. You know what that word is? So, self-actualize. Yeah, I can't even pronounce it right. Actualization. You know, whatever. You know... Being self-aware, not even self-aware, but looking inward and understanding who you are as a person, right? You know, uh, Pavlov, you know, you know, uh, what's the, hierarchy. Uh, yeah, what's the hierarchy? Uh, who's, who's hierarchy? What the heck was that? Not Pavlov's response. That's silly. No, the, uh, the, the pyramid. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't even remember it now, but you, you should, uh, put it in as an edit and have me <laughs> say it correctly. Uh, I would look it up, look it up the, uh, what's the pyramid? Oh my God. Maslow's? Maslow's, right? Isn't it Maslow's Pyramid? I think it's Maslow's Pyramid. And look it up. Maslow's. Yeah, yeah what's the top? Hierarchy of needs. Hierarchy needs. Uh, self-actualization, right, at the top? The top of the pyramid? It's actually transcendent. Yes. And then self-actualization, yes. aesthetic needs, okay. cognitive needs, Correct. esteem needs, so, belonging so, love, yes. and safety, and then... Yeah. Yeah, so basically the pyramid or the or the pyramid is basically the base of it yeah. is like basic, g- basic stuff. So you can pay your bills and you can you're not out in the cold and you have basic needs, right? And as you get up to a higher level, you can start to be aware of your thoughts and feelings and emotions and care about those. All the, the top one is transcendence, right? They say companies are built on right, right? If you satisfy everyone's needs, they can start working for a higher goal, like the top of the triangle. That's why they say, you know, Apple, everybody, they think they're changing the world, right? So they're at the top of the pyramid, right? A lot of companies only get to stage three because they're they're not showing their employees they have a higher purpose, right? The higher purpose is to change the world, right? All that. But I think we've gotten so crazy with this self-actualization part I see people just looking inward all the time and overthinking life. Life is just basically find something you like to do. Do it as much as you can. Don't overthink it. Hang out with friends and family afterwards and then just do it again. We're, we get this we're, I, this kick with it's I, I shouldn't say it's a kick. They're, everybody's looking inward, looking inward. To me, if you're happy, don't look inward. It's just too complicated. Like, why do it? Listen, I can understand people suffer from depression. People have real issues, and they need to look inside of what's causing them. But it's become like the flavor of the month to look inside yourself to try to find some deeper meaning when you're already happy. It's like 
equate it to tennis terms. It's like hitting a perfect forehand and then going, wait a minute, you know, uh, I got to look at that again. Let's analyze this 12 different ways because there's got to be something. Like, there's something. Like, if something goes in and it works, don't mess with it. People spend too much time on weaknesses, 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 weaknesses. Double down on your strengths, focus on what you're good at, and just avoid the rest of the stuff, you know? And again, I'm not belittling real, like, issues. Somebody has very, very serious, you know, there's people with so many emotional and issues that they have to deal with. I'm talking about you being happy and you going, okay, I have to find, complicate this somehow and say, look, uh, I need to look inside because some people are just bored, you know? But that pyramid is huge. I think that's the reason with a lot of companies, they only get to a certain stage. And it's really hard to get to stage four because really... Even in this job, we like to say we're, we're, we're kind of delivering happiness to people. We want to make their lives better and all this stuff. But in the end of the day, it's a job. And it's very hard for people to go, all right, I'm changing people's lives. That's tough. It's tough to be able to – most people like, you know, you like to work. You, li- you like to make money. You like to pay some bills. You like to go out and have a drink or hang out with friends, right? It's to get to that next stage, you really, really have to have such a purpose – and uh, and it's tough to transmit that purpose to people. And then it goes to me with the other business uh, conversation with leverage. Like you'll never get someone to believe or feel the way you're feeling. Like I started this because I really listen. I love tennis, but I I love helping people and I love customer service. I love a lot of these things. Um, I'm pointing over to somebody who wants to talk to me. That's why I was doing that. Sorry, Santi. There's always somebody that comes in. He's out there. I haven't seen another student that I love so much, this kid, Christian Rubens. We'll bring him in for the interview at this point. He's a very good player, plays Division One for Clark, but we'll, uh, we'll talk about it. But he graduated and uh, very talented. We'll talk to him about it. Um, it's very hard to convince someone because you're the boss and you had this vision that they should care just as much as you and believe in your vision. It's not going to happen. And you should get over that. And you should get over people and employees going, uh, you know, they just want to work and go home. Well, that's okay. That's what they're doing. They haven't signed up for you, for your purpose. You know what I mean? They may be like, okay, I like teaching, but I I just want to go home afterwards. I don't think about it afterwards. I don't want to change the world. I just want to teach some people. I like teaching. I like working with people, but I just want to go home and then hang out, which is fine. And I think the problem with scaling, and we were talking about before, the problem is people think they should hire someone exactly like them. They should care just as much. They should just be as interested, as motivated. So what happens is, like you were saying, Santi, before, I don't trust everybody to do the job that I'm doing. Well, what if you wanted to make your company 30 people? You're never going to hire 30 people that care just as much as you. You have to trust that those 30 people are going to do an 8 out of a 10 and not a 10, but that's good enough for you to grow. If you're waiting for a 10, you're never going to go anywhere. You're going to do every job. So you have to realize that, okay, if I just hire 38s, it's 10 times better than one 10. 
It's never going to happen. So you have to realize that. And that's the problem with – so it's all intertwined. I guess people looking inward, trying to – you know, but then you're trying to transmit what you're thinking inward to those people and say, all right, I want you to care just as me. I want you – well – they shouldn't care just as much as you at all. They shouldn't, be, they shouldn't care n- nearly as much as you because you're the person who started this and had the vision. They should care enough, and we always used to say this, and this is why some people don't, can't stay in certain jobs or, stuff, or something. And I always said I don't expect people to care just as much as me. I expect them to care enough just to keep their job at one point. Some people – won't show up on time or they don't do those. That's not caring just as much as me. You should care enough to want to keep your job and want to have self-respect and be professional. That's not me. To me, that's what I'm asking for. I'm not asking for you to think like me and act like me. I'm asking you to be professional and to care enough about your job. And if you get enough people to do that, and it's not even, it's funny. The best people we hired aren't like, professional tennis players right they're good tennis players but they're better people always hire for the person tennis is a little different right you can hire for the person for like a restaurant and they can learn the skills right you have to have some aptitude in tennis but you don't need to be a professional tennis player to be good at this i still hire for the character of the person and not for their tennis ability because we have plenty of good tennis players that are terrible human beings and it doesn't work. You cannot teach people being nice. It's very hard to do that. You can't teach that quality. It's got to be in them. They have to be nice. They have to be giving. They have to be caring. They have to be unselfish. And if they have an aptitude for tennis, then they can transmit what I want them to teach and what you can learn to teach. You can, anybody can learn, and you'll see everybody with a basket out there trying to teach tennis somewhere. Everybody can go on YouTube now. It's everywhere. All information is commoditized in regard to teaching. You can look it up, you can read it, you can understand it, and know how to teach a lesson in a week. Look it up and read it. But you can't teach niceness, caring, giving, understanding, thinking, listening to people. And that's the things you can't teach anymore. All the information out there is all going to be free. Anybody can learn it. It's the person. You have to hire for people. You have to hire for people. You have to hire for them and not think again that they're you they're not you they're their own thing they're their own person that has value in itself and they shouldn't be a 10 in your eyes they should be enough of a professional responsible and enough of a caring human and that's good enough it really is um that's what I was going to talk about. I think I was listening to you know I think something I was listening to another podcast and it was just so inward I was like can we get like – like Anthony Robbins says, motion creates emotion. Like move, create action, do something. Like set specific goals. Like all of this kind of like, you know, oh my god, you know, you know, you know, you know. What did my daddy think when I was a kid? I just can't take it anymore. I, I don't – you know, those kind of things drive me crazy. You know, my, my father didn't you know i don't care if my father didn't love me when i was seven you know what i mean it doesn't matter anymore you have to just go and do your thing and take action it's all about actions be quick take seven actions in a day and i think i put it on a twitter post like set two goals that are simple and achieve them that day you'll feel very very happy about it you don't have to set these monstrous goals for today set two small goals achieve them and then what was the great uh, ted talk oh my gosh with the uh 
the military guy about making your bed. I should know this. Yeah, it was incredible. Just make your bed, right? Was it Gog? I can't remember. You can look that up, too, so you can tell them now and tell them where to go. Look it up. Uh, just say TED Talk, make your bed. Google that. It was incredible. He, and he wrote a book. It's just make your bed every day. Like, it's an incredible TED Talk you should listen to. It's just so simple and it's so clear. It's not Goggins. No, it's somebody. I forget the guy's name. General or something. Make your bed by Admiral uh, William McGraven. Yeah, McGraven. Yeah, it's a great book, too. If those things are exactly what he's talking about. Come home, your bed is made. Like, at least you've accomplished that. Simple tasks, simple accomplishments are everything. So that's basically what I wanted to cover today. Something I'm banging. I realized last podcast I was doing this the whole time. I was like, oh, I'm making too much noise. Oh, but uh, that's basically what I wanted to cover. Um, and I think I'm going to bring in uh, another... Uh, Another tennis player here, but this is the first piece of the podcast. So thank you for that. Hopefully it helps. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Hope you like the podcast. Please share it with your friends, anybody that you know, anybody that's into tennis, anybody that's into bettering themselves, share it.